But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, it shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him, yes, I have made him. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring out their witnesses, and may they be justified. Or let them hear and say it is the truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, and I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God formed for you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day was, I am He. And there is no one who can deliver out of my I work, and who will reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. The Chaldeans who rejoice in the ship, I am the Lord, the Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes the way in the sea and the path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and the horses, the army and the power, they shall lie down together and they shall not rise. They are extinguished and they are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and a river in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackal and the ostriches, because I give water in the wilderness and river in the desert and give drink for my people, my chosen.
This people I have formed for myself, and they shall declare my praise. I wanted to start this podcast out a little bit differently differently by reading some scripture. That was Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 21. The Lord laid this on my heart, and I know that I am just jumping right into this, but the Lord gave me this, and I was able to share it at prayer meeting, um, and I will explain that a little more um, as this podcast goes on. And how he explained it to me and how he brought it to the forefront of my mind is so beautiful. And I'm going to share that with you now. I have been doing a lot of painting, as you all know, um, because of my series, Paint and Podcast, here. And um, I um, reached out to Kristen. Kristen has been asking me to uh, paint during services um, for a while. And uh, I never, it wasn't that I felt freed to, um, or that I didn't feel freed to. Um, It was, I guess, my own suppression. Um, I was holding myself back. And I, um, we had a prayer meeting Sunday. And I texted Kristen and I said, would you be okay if I painted at prayer meeting? I think this would be a good place to um, test the waters and to get my, to uh, dip my toes in. And um, Kristen said, you're not dipping your toes in, you're diving in. Um, <clears throat> so um, I then began to, um, I got my stuff ready. I went to the church and I was instantly hit with a picture in my mind when I texted Kristen and asked her if I could do it, but I didn't fully understand it. But I saw it in my head. What the picture was, was um, it was two flames on either side of the canvas. um, And um, down the middle was two waves that connected. And they went upwards and um, did a wave motion. And um, so um, there was two flames, two waves. And, um, they, um, all just kind of connected. And, um, I was like, okay, Lord, I I see it. Um, I, I trust you with it. And, um, I began to paint the background. And as I was painting the background, the Lord revealed to me that picture again, but there was a hand right in the middle, a handprint. And I, I was like, Lord, why is there a handprint? And I began to just kind of keep pondering on that handprint. And I was like, well, I'm going to paint the main picture I saw first because I may be seeing this incorrectly or I may not fully understand. And um, I don't want to mess it up. And I began to paint the flames and the waves. And the Lord sent me to Isaiah 43. When you walk through the waters... I will be with you. When you come to the river, it shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned, nor will it scorch you. And I said, Lord, I understand. But where does the hand come in place? 
and the Lord, um, he he didn't really, I mean, he didn't really say anything. Um, you know, it wasn't one of those things where he just kind of spoke, but I was like, okay, I'm going to put it there, and I trust you. And I hit, it made a really loud noise. I'm going to try to recreate it, but it, I made a loud so when I made contact with the canvas, I was overwhelmed with the presence of the Holy Spirit. It was like he had just kind of like sat on my shoulders like you did good. And I was like, I still don't understand the hand. And I went to write Isaiah 43 on, I went to write Isaiah 43:2, which is, the main verse on when you walk through um, the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, it will not overflow you. When you walk through the fires, you will not be burned and it will not scorch you. I went to just write Isaiah 43, 2 on the canvas, but I ran out of room before I could put the 2. So it just said Isaiah 43. And I was like, where can I put this 2? And the Lord said, you ran out of room for a reason. Read the whole thing. And so I began, I opened my Bible, and I read Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, 2, as I said, is the main verse that everybody knows and normally can recite and has heard, especially if they've ever gone through any form of struggle or battle, you've heard that word. You've heard that passage of Scripture. But if you jump down to... If you jump over to verse 13, it says, Indeed, before the day was, I am. And there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work, and who will reverse it? And the Lord said to me, That's why I put a hand in the middle. Because in Isaiah 43, and that's why I wanted to read that whole thing. Because there's so much in it. Something I didn't read at prayer meeting. But something that catches my eye. Is verse 17. And 18 and 19. Excuse me, y'all. But it hit me so hard. It says, Who brings forth the chariots and the horse, the army and the power? They shall lie down together, and they shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? It will even make a road in the wilderness and river in the desert. 
And when I read that, verse 17 and 18 were what stood out to me the most. The part where it says, they shall lie down together, they will not rise. They are extinguished and are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of the old. And when I painted this picture at prayer meeting, I explained to them, I don't know who this is for, or if it's just for me. But no matter what you're walking through, the Lord's hand has a hold of you. It's over you. Because when you walk through the water, He's with you. His hand holds you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned because His hand is covering you from the flames. And when an army tries to overtake you or overpower you, when you're in that spiritual warfare, when the enemy is kicking around lie after lie, soldier after soldier, running through your head, arrow after arrow, fire after fire, shot after shot, when he is hitting you with that spiritual warfare, the Lord is saying, they shall lie down together and not rise. Because back in verse, let me see. Mm, where is it? Right here. Back in verse 14, it says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, for your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. The battle was won whew, before you even knew you were in a battle. Before the waters got hot when you were just swimming in the shallow. Before the fire got hot, you thought you were just warming your hands. In those moments where you thought you were going camping, but ended up getting lost in a wilderness and losing all your stuff. And I know that these analogies sound crazy, but this is how my head works. And it makes so much sense to me. Because I have been the person who was swimming in the shallows. And I wandered off into the deep. And I said, God, I need you. And I've been the person who has tended the fire so that I could stay warm and then it overtake me and me say, God, I need you. And I've been the person who thought I was going on a camping trip and said, what can go wrong in the wilderness? And then I lose my stuff. I've lost everything and I think, God, I don't know what to do. I need shelter.
and eats it. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I will gather you. I will keep you. The waves, the flames will not ever take you because my hand is on you. And it hasn't left you because I have chosen you. Fear is the strongest bondage. I don't care what anyone says. Fear sucks. The bondage of fear sucks. The root of fear sucks. And some of you religious folks are saying, Oh, sucks is a bad word. I don't care because it sucks. You are the person. Who? Hush, Leah. Hush, Leah. Fear <laughs> sucks. For years, I battled. Whew. Jesus. For years I battled with a date. Thinking I was battling. Thinking it was a battle. For years I sat and thought I was in a battle. Let me put it that way. But it was when I decided to turn fear on its head. It was when I decided to turn fear on his head and say, Jesus won. It was as if it was as if everything froze. And scattered all at the same time. Everything changed. Because I turned fear on its head. And I said, Jesus, what? It's not a battle. It's already a victory. It's already been won. It's a hard, hard thing to face because that bondage is so tight. Fear is so tight because you can be afraid of anything. People who say they have no fear, yeah, right. Yeah, right. when you come to that realization Jesus won there's no room for fear 
there's a song and it says there is no room for fear in love i was on a plane ride home from colorado and i was fearful and the lord hit me with one line fear and faith cannot be activated at the same time and i know that i've already shared this on a podcast i know i've already talked about fear but I won't stop till the enemy realizes that I'm not listening anymore. I won't stop until I have fully convinced myself that Jesus won. Because there are days I'm not perfect, but it's a day-by-day process, and I have to say, Lord, I know you won, but today I feel weak. Because it's when you know, and you tell the Lord that you know, and you tell the enemy that you know, that the enemy wants to think, he can take you out. He'll hit you with something else. He'll hit you with a situation that will cause you to be fearful. Be it somebody pulling out, pulling out of a the the street next to you, coming really close to you, causing you to jolt and be fearful. And it's in our nature to fear. It, Adam and Eve, when they sinned, the first thing they did was run and hide because they were ashamed. They had fear. Because they were shameful. But we have to remind ourselves and renew our mind daily and say, Jesus, one. I dare you. I dare you. The minute you feel like you're getting tossed by the waves. Or like you're locked in the furnace. Just yell out. Jesus would. See if the waves don't cease. See if the flames don't stop. And even if it doesn't. Even if the waves keep flowing, even if the flames keep going, look and see who's got a hold of you and who's in your fire. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and it's for the even if moment. We have to get back. To the even if moments. And say even if he doesn't. Because we're not here. We're not here. On this earth. For anyone but him. We don't have to explain ourselves. We don't have to be afraid of people. 
We're not here. We're not here to please anyone but him. We have to honor the word of God with our life. We have to make our life a living representation of what the word has called us to do and be. Rise up, church, daughters and sons, grandmothers, grandfathers, prayer warriors, drug addicts, porn addicts, sex addicts, struggling, young, old, Mothers, fathers, stand up. Rise up. He's with you. His hand is on you. The waves, the flames, the waters, the wilderness, the desert will not overtake you. It will not rise against you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Tune out the things of the old. The religious thoughts, the things that you're battling, struggling with, tune them out. Because the Lord wants to give you a new thing. So when you're reminded, (laughs) when you're reminded of those old things you once did, you look that giant right in the eye. And you say, Jesus, one 